The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly. Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly. <laughs> From the Hellmouthy Podcast, do you want to watch Buffy either again or for the first time ever and talk about it? With us, <laughs> you'll be doing talking by yourself, but we'll be talking. Check out the Hellmouthy Podcast on Nerdist School Network. Listen to it. Okay, <laughs> let's try it one more time. <laughs> we are the Mission Commission, a cabal formed to subvert the worldwide government and ensure society's progress by any means necessary. You are Earth's last hope. This is your one mission. Welcome to Your One Mission. Please introduce yourself. We are the Mission Commission, a, ca- a cabal formed to subvert the worldwide government and ensure society's progress by any means necessary. Oh, I love shadowy cabals. You are two of the brightest minds our world has to offer, which is why you have been summoned here today. You have one hour to complete your mission. Actually, let's let's go to the first part they said. Hold on. Introduce ourselves Hold real on. quick. Apparently, the people who were here before me are much, much taller. Yeah. This is a podcast built for very for normal sized people. Yeah. I'm small. Everything's adjusted now. All, All right. right. So hi, I'm my my name's Jordan Pridgen. Hi, Jordan. Hi. Nice to meet you. How's it going? What do you do? I'm a filmmaker or a writer. I do sketch comedy and and I make children's games sometimes. So nice. Yeah. Uh I'm Robert Chen. I'm a writer and a podcaster. Um I play children's games sometimes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> We're all children, you know, inside, right? At heart, yeah. Have yeah. you ever, have you ever, actually, have you like made and published games, or you like a? It's all like uh, it's it's like apps and uh, I do oh. stuff for like Dr. Seuss and PBS and stuff like that. But that is mostly awesome. that's that's for money, and then the mm. comedy stuff is because I care. <laughs> all right, let's go back to reading through what this thing says. Mm. You have one hour to complete your mission. We encourage you to rethink any and all pre-existing paradigms involved. We recommend you use the full time allotted to discuss and complete your one mission. The future of the human race depends on your success. The engineer is here to ensure your compliance. Do not ask the engineer for clarification. Do not speak to the engineer. The engineer will not speak to you. Do not taunt happy fun ball. <laughs> the engineer will give you a five minute hand signal when your time is nearing its end. Good luck. Your one mission is... An overworked society is an unhappy one. Design a new card game for leisure time in the new society. Use whatever materials you deem necessary. Well, they already provided us with some materials. Uh, yeah, I see we have cards excited. here. Is that a normal deck? Uh, well, hold on. Yeah, so this normal is, deck? It, it, Pinnacle it seems, deck. They're, they I, look exactly the same. I don't know the, how, how to tell the difference. Well, I mean, I'll say Pinnacle. Only. Okay, this is regular playing cards. Have you, did, did you then ever have any when you were a little kid and you get a deck of cards like, cool, I'm going to go play. And then it turns out to be Pinochle and it's just like all face cards. I, I did not even know that a Pinochle deck was specifically all face cards. So. It's, it's something like that. It's like, you're like 10 through the face cards. I'm sure it probably happened to me. See, that that sounds like, um, I, I used to, there's a game called Euchre. I really Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it's like one of those Trump, uh, Trump mm-hmm. bridge based games kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's Yes, just Donald like, Trump created them. Yeah, right. You're, you're a Thanks, Trump supporter, Donald. an ardent Trump supporter, I can well, tell. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if, if you play enough bridge, you have to be a Trump supporter. <laughs> That's just how it works. I thought Trump hated bridges. No, Chris Christie hates bridges. Right, Chris Christie hates bridges. Okay. Trump, Trump just likes card games. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, but uh, but that that's all. I, I didn't know about the Pinochle deck otherwise, but this seems like a completely normal deck. Although I gotta say, 
I, I play enough like games like like Dominion and Legendary, which are all oh, like yeah. card, yeah, know, deck card building games, deck that building kind of games. That mm-hmm. when people are like, make a card game, it almost doesn't even occur to me to like think of like hearts and jacks. And... <laughs> Uh, like, what's oh, your favorite card game or favorite game? Favorite game. My favorite game. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Legendary has been one I've been playing a lot recently, which okay. is like a, a, a you know superhero Marvel deck building. Kind yeah, of thing. it's a, in the Ascension type. Uh, deck yeah, building. that's yep. been really fun. I but I guess if you're just like going to all games all over the place, I play a lot of a game called Diplomacy. Which, I've always uh, wanted to play that. Oh, it like ruins friendships. But that, man, see, it's that's good. the first thing anybody ever says of Diplomacy is like, I hope you're okay with losing friends, and that fascinates me it's 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 just like you know when when you play a game like risk and you're like oh i would have done so much better if the dice rolls had gone different you can't do that in diplomacy because in diplomacy if if you don't have the numbers to beat the other person you lose that's how it works Mm -hmm. there's no like you just have to convince if you're italy you have to convince austria or france or someone to like help you Mm -hmm. you can't just Get lucky and roll the dice for it. And in so doing, you stab somebody else in the back because... Oh, yeah, because they're both trying to get you to help them, and right. you choose one, and oh, you hope that the one you awful. choose is trying to help you. It's amazing. It's 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 one of those things, like one of my favorite characters, possibly my favorite character in all of television, is Gaius Baltar from the uh, Battlestar Galactica remake. Right, right. And part of the reason is because he feels like the most human human in all of television history. Like, he is craven, but he wants to do good, and, you know, uh, he just ends up screwing up so much. It's, in the end, he sort of... It's amazing how much of a likable character they managed to make him while mm-hmm. he does, like, horrible things. Exactly. And, like, <laughs> diplomacy... Like, I get it. I've done horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like diplomacy is one of those things that, that sort of makes use of, of like, what, what a person really is. Right. Like, not what they wish they were, but what they actually are, which is that I will stab you in the back to take uh, uh, Austro-Hungary... Is that a thing? Oh yeah, Austria. absolutely. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's the whole empire, but like <laughs> the Austro-Hungarian Empire, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you can take them. All right. So well, there's a uh, uh, there's a new society, and we have to design a game. Or I mean, I guess it's just our society because Sh- our like, society? we're an overworked society, right? Well, tell me this. Uh, this is one of those things like uh, oh, I guess um, it says a new society. I wasn't listening good. <laughs> <laughs> you read it. The words came out of your mouth. Yeah, but that was it. <laughs> I couldn't read and take in information at the same time. Um, answer me this. Uh, there's that question of entertainment versus art. Like, what is, uh, what's the difference between the two? And, like, what responsibility does one or the other have to society? If we're building a game for a new society, uh, should some of um, the constraints of the game be something that uh, engenders goodwill? See, because uh... diplomacy, obviously, it's designed to ruin... Uh, societies. I feel like most of the time you pull people into something like this and they're just like, all right, and we have to make society, this is to make a society happy. Well, but this doesn't say anything about like the ideals behind what we're trying to do, really. It just Design a new card game for leisure time in the, in new, the new society. society. Now, I think what would be more fun than like trying to engender goodwill mm-hmm. is to like go a full on uh, uh, Brave New World tactic and just make something Dope everybody that's up. like, yeah, such a fucking drug card game. <laughs> That like people people don't don't have to care about the fact that they're overworked, you know. So what you're saying, what you're suggesting is that we design the Candy Crush of card games. I think that's what we need to do. We've we need got... to we need to come into this somehow, like work microtransactions into the games. You know that quick little like burst of of heroin. Oh, I got something that like. Do makes... you do you study game design in that way? 
Uh, is that a thing you do? A little bit, a little. I'm but, fascinated by it, but I don't know that much about it. Well, I, I mean, so most of the stuff we've done does not have much microtransactions. Sure. Believe it or not, people get upset when you make microtransactions what? in games aimed at eight-year-olds. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but still happens. This is a, I mean, I was about to say an age-old thing, but at least as far back as the 80s, because uh, like one of my favorite cartoons of all time is Transformers. Right. And it was designed oh, yeah. to sell toys. Be like, look at this great new character. Tell your parents you can go out and buy them right now. Yeah. <laughs> is that a bad thing though? I mean, uh, obviously uh, children are stupid and they're going to want to go out and buy these things. But, I mean, I loved, I loved Transformers. Transformers were my friggin' jam. Mm -hmm. I had, my favorite uh, toys when I was a kid were the Transformers, uh, I had Bumblebee, and that was my favorite. Oh, yeah. And then I also had two of the the Ninja Turtles toys that you could, like, transform from regular Turtles to Ninja Turtles. And I thought any toy you could, like, shift like that was oh, yeah. the dope. It's, uh, yeah, uh, the, the idea of uh, um, transformation is uh, a, a, a weird one that's sort of deeply seated in, uh, in culture yeah. uh, in both good and bad ways. And it's kind of interesting that we're living in a, in a world now where um, a person can, a, a man can become a woman. Um, it's not a thing that existed before. Right, I don't right. Think at any it's, point. It's, it's been a shift in, in humans' paradigms or, or societal paradigms about everything like that. Was there a toy like 50 years ago that would be a Transformers kind of toy? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, is how there a ball old that turned into a cube or something like that? I feel like there's got to the Transformers, be. like, like late 70s, probably something came up with the idea and started making them like early I 80s. I mean, so. in a sense, isn't the purest and earliest toy of metamorphosis the Mr. Potato Head? A simple no, potato. No, that's disguise. <laughs> that, is con that is concealment and deceit. All right, all right. It's just but a potato that I becomes. I think Mr. Potato Head mm -hmm. becomes whatever Mr. Potato Head feels himself to be. Mm -hmm. When you put Mr. Potato Head in, in a shawl and, and tall boots, Mr. Potato Head can be fantastic. And when you put Mr. Potato Head in a top hat and spectacles, he can be the capitalist that we can all shake our fists at. Okay, but okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, deep down he's a potato, but aren't we all? Even then, that's a 20th century thing. I guess. Is that something that, uh, did that, did that desire exist earlier in our existence? I, I, I don't know. I and mean. do we work it into the game? Uh, Again, The game no. can change you. What do we want right. the game, what, what should I'm writing, I'm going to write be? down key phrases as we. Excellent. Game. A card game for leisure time in the new society. First off, it says new society, which means that. They've remade society, right? Society's presumably for the better, because why else would you make a new society? So uh, the question I have: They say an overworked society is an unhappy one. Mm -hmm. So are they just like this is going to be an overworked society, and we're trying to counter that? I feel that's a conceit that we bring in from our capitalist culture as not a necessarily a thing uh, that is as like I don't I don't know that uh, Greeks or Italians think of their society as overworked necessarily. Uh, a lot of European cultures get, you know, like weeks off of guaranteed vacation time and they just chill and they relax. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've got, I've got, uh, I've, I've got friends who are Italian and they say in Italy, it's like, no, August, everyone takes a vacation. The whole country leaves. <laughs> just like, ah, eh, we were good. But how do we do that in a card game? Hmm. Well, let's assume that there is a fair amount of work. And so the idea of the, the idea is that we go into this game. To relax, to have some leisure time. Well, I, I just like to point out to uh, listeners 
Mm-hmm. That because they can't see that we do have we have this regular pack of cards. Here's what we got: pack of cards, pack of cards, a pair of scissors, pair of scissors, a uh, uh, four pens, a, a highlighter, a sharpie, a ballpoint pen, and uh, oh, probably a oh, second city pen. Oh, yeah. Nice. Did and they then, steal this from Second City Hollywood? Yeah, you, you know that's oh, Craven, Craven. <laughs> that's the nerdist school people, <laughs> just taken and taken and taken. Uh, we have some sheets of paper. We have small, uh, look like index cards. Cut yeah, in I, half. I guess I guess we could make our own little cards with that. Yeah, I'm also like, I wonder if they'd be upset if I just like cut these regular cards into tiny little pieces. I mean, there's scissors there, so we can. I mean, we could cut the 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 uh, the XLR cables on these uh, microphones if we wanted to. Yeah, to make the game. <laughs> this engineer can't doesn't stop seem like us. A, doesn't seem like a good idea. Uh, we're, we're not supposed to re- interact <laughs> with him at all. So even though he's shaking his head, I mean, I don't think that uh, he can. He can do anything to stop they, us. They they come back and then and they're like, let's see how this podcast recorded. It's like we killed the engineer. We killed the engineer and we destroyed the podcast booth. <laughs> the entire booth's on fire. <laughs> uh, we also have four tokens, which are uh, tiny, what like inch and a half, um, uh, yeah, like, diameter uh, pins well, with the pins removed because oh. apparently they could already tell that we were planning. And, to yet, and yet they give us shit. scissors, right? They gave us scissors. All right, uh, but we can't we can't make tiny puncture wounds. Um, one is a, uh, 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 pin for Biff, a Nerdist house team. And then there's shortstop, which I think used to be a Nerdist house team. Right? Uh, hello horses. The also Nerdist school. used to be a Nerdist house And team. the Nerdist school, uh, just a generic button. Yeah. Nice. This podcast brought to you by the Nerdist school. I mean, it literally is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> But you know, let's 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 throw that out there. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start talking about making our opiate for the masses. Sure, we want people to be in a drugged haze when they play this game. So, what what card games do you play, or are you familiar with? Uh, I also uh, play a little bit of Dominion. I play. Um, there are a bunch of games like Ascension uh, on uh-huh. the phone that make things so much easier because you don't have to shuffle cards and you don't have to put them in the little plastic jobbies. And I, yeah, and I mean, this is a new dearly. society, so why, like, we can design it with the with the real life stuff, but we can have oh. the electronic cards, right? Oh, that's why true. Not? Uh, use whatever materials you deem necessary. Uh, I like having a uh, uh, a real world hard copy game. I do too. In a digital format. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the best of both worlds. As far yeah, as absolutely. Uh, so we, I wonder, I wonder hell if I'm going down this like Soma path, you know, the, uh, the, the brave new world, mm-hmm. make everyone happy with drugs thing. We mm-hmm. could actually like, if we had physical cards. We could like powder the cards with light narcotics, <laughs> but those actual happiness, those wear off. Uh, yeah, but that just means you got to go spend more money on the cards. I mean, you know, this is obviously going to be all right. Now we're talking Magic the Gathering. Yes, uh, yes. Where you you have to you literally have to buy the boosters I, to get the full enjoyment. I was talking to a friend recently, and I was, and he was like, "Yeah, I play Magic pretty casually." I'm like, "Cool. How much do you like think you spend on Magic all the time?" He's like, "Oh, no more than seven to ten thousand a year." And I was like, "You." That is kidding me. That is holy crap. That is a that's an addiction. Yeah, I definitely was in that hole for a long time. Uh, I I started I started getting that way with Hearthstone, which yeah, oh yeah, you know, is like Blizzard's like little I've uh the hard copy or the uh uh digital version. No, the the digital version of the whole thing. But you know, you've actually put in money. Oh yeah, um, I I stopped because I realized I was getting bad. Because what happens is you you know you get that little 
tinge of like, oh, here's a free card pack. And you can keep getting free card packs just by playing for free. Mm -hmm. It'll be great. And then after you play for a couple days and you've gotten like three new card packs and you start seeing the possibilities that are out there, you're like, yeah, yeah, of course, I'll still plan for free to get my card packs. But like, you know. It's only a just buck to a get bucks, another yeah. one. That's just, just a, a buck. buck's nothing. It's 99 and then cents one day you 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 get home drunk and you're like, you know what I want to do? I'm gonna put ninety nine dollars on Hearthstone, and I'll have this. all the cards. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's a point. Uh, it's uh, the Rubicon that must be crossed, uh, or you must decide whether or not to cross it. And playing Magic is like, do I buy a box of boosters? Mm-hmm. Do I throw down, you know, yep. maybe a hundred bucks? Do I get the fat pack and it comes with a, a nice little book and uh, I used to do those and... just because I love the boxes and I love the yeah. the D20. It was a beautiful D20. Oh, I, I'm I'm a dice addict. Like I mm-hmm. I buy dice like crazy. Pounded I'm... dice, the Chessex pounded dice Ooh, over on yeah. Amazon. That is a bargain, and it uh, it's just a great thing to have. It sounds wonderful. And it just, it's got a heft to it. I recently found out that you can go to Chessex and they'll make custom dice where you can like oh, yeah. pick their own thing. And I made Nerdist School custom dice for a nice. Dungeons and Dragons game that I play. Ooh, I like so, that. So, love me some dice. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There should be an element of, uh, let's, let's think of it uh, like Soma. Like we're going to try and drug people and get them addicted to this game. And uh, function in this game. There is an, a cool book, I believe it's called 2024 by Ted Rawl. Uh, he's an editorial cartoonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. And he posits this future where uh, you've got a bunch of uh, people who are, you know, uh, wage slaves doing whatever, and they come home, and their primary um, source of entertainment engagement is basically bidding for things on an eBay like site where, you know, like I want this thing uh, that where, would make me happy. Where's the fiction in this? Well, that's the thing. I do is that, that a lot. <laughs> is that it feels real, real, but it's it's just on, on like a deeper, more engaging level. Like the thing you do for you know like eight hours of your leisure time is to you know engage in this this bidding for things, and uh, it has all of those elements of you know like I beat you. It has those little uh, uh, bursts of uh, what do you call that? Uh, like like a, a micro burst of uh, adrenaline feeling, yeah. or of uh, 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 the, the good hormones, where you feel good? Uh, the things just in your like head? endorphins? Uh, thank you. Endorphins. Oh, yeah, and an endorphin rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like uh, any any game, I think, probably has elements of that. Yeah. Uh, are, we, are we making a solitaire game or are we making a two person, a group game? I think, I think it has to be a society game because mm-hmm. I think the element of a competition has got to be part of what makes this. So, the more I think about it, the more like if, if this is something like, we, you know the the cabal is making this, and they're the world order, and they're mm-hmm. gonna like implement this for the world, mm-hmm. and that gives us a, a, a lot of leeway as far as like if people kind of have to play, what resources are gonna be. I wouldn't say have to play because you gotta want it. Yeah, the best way is to make them want it. But I'm saying like like if if you know all these like shadow government resources can be poured into it, then we could have like TV networks to like pump it into people's houses. We could have big prizes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, things like that. Like we, we, if we make this something like, I, cause you know, like when you look at like Colosseums and everything like that mm-hmm. in ancient Rome, it was when people are upset, fuck it, throw them some games, make everybody happy. Bread and circuses, like, baby. That's what this sounds like to me. We are already partly on the way there. Um, Pokemon showed that there is, um, there is a desire for this sort of thing um, where you can walk around in the real world 
still engage with this augmented reality, engage with people. Because one of the main things that people are complaining about is like, I want to fucking walk up to somebody and battle them with these Pokemon. Uh -huh. and be the best part about it. So uh, assuming that we have some sort of card game structure, then we put it on everybody's Apple Watch or whatever, so that as they're walking along during their day, they get a little buzz. Oh, I can play this, you know, I'm going to compete with this person as we walk by. And I, I like your idea a lot of having the physical element too, along with like the, the, uh, the electronic like version of mm -hmm. everything. I think it could be awesome. You know, like if you have your like physical deck, mm -hmm. that's your own thing. Yep. And then you can encounter other, I mean, we are just talking, we're kind of making this like a, a card game Pokemon type thing, yep. but, but I don't know. That doesn't seem like a losing combination. <laughs> One of the things that I didn't like about the old magic, uh, the gathering game online or digitally or whatever, is that you still spend $3 for a booster pack that was only digital. And I was like, why can't I just also have the cards or pay, you know, like $4 or $5 to buy a pack of cards and then have access to that uh, to deck. To like a digital version of those yeah. cards. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we're getting to the point now where there's no reason why we can't. No. Uh, like, yeah, paying $3 for a booster pack digitally, the uh, the actual cost is, is zero. Well, yeah, and people uh, are starting to realize, I, I mean, like, uh, I don't remember what, what the system is, but that just kind of reminds me of like ebooks and stuff mm -hmm. where like it was very much like, should I buy the ebook or should I buy the audiobook or should mm -hmm. I buy the live? But now you can a lot of times just like buy a package, which is like you buy it on Audible, you get it on uh, Kindle for like three bucks extra. Right. And, and they just link uh, it together. So it's like, well, we knew you read to this part. So when you go back and exactly, thing, I bought, uh, I bought Sir Mexalot Swass nice. like about six months ago because. Yeah, I was. Just, I just realized all of a sudden, I was like, I don't have Posse on Broadway anywhere. I don't have it on MP3, and I don't, I lost my cassette tape a long time ago. So I bought it, and um, it was like for uh, eight bucks, um, you get it and the MP3 album. So it's like that is fantastic. I would spend five dollars on the CD that I don't actually have a lot of use for, but it's nice to have it physically, and then three dollars for the MP3. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. To have that crossover the digital world because the digital world is is almost as real as uh, it's, it's everything the real now. world it's, now. It's everything. I mean... We're so close to that uh, cyberpunk universe um, of the, the 80s, William Gibson, Bruce Sterling, and all that, you know, posited that... Absolutely. So we have a game okay. that exists as a card game and also in the digital realm. Um, there's going to be interaction between people, probably battling because, uh, I mean, where do you, where do you get your endorphin rushes? On a daily basis, what are the things that like make you happy? Give you a little like ah, that feels good. Well, that's hard to say because life's been pretty, pretty dull. Re no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, doing fine, the, podcast listeners. It's the micro endorphins, though. Don't send help. The... <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you're you're absolutely right. I mean, if you play a game like Clash of Clans or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or another another great. I don't know if you've ever played the Civilization games. Oh Jesus! But like, I'm such a Sid Meier head. Those things are are crazy, and oh. the way they get you to play for hours and hours and hours is because every like few bits, like congratulations, you got you researched pottery, and you're like, well, fuck yeah, I got pottery the, now. They have a term. It's one more turn. Yes, just one, one more, more turn. turn. Uh, um. So I, I guess the one the one thing I think we need out of this, or or one I. I have a bad habit of saying the one thing when I have a lot of things. <laughs> we have a lot say. of things. The next one thing. of the things that this should have mm -hmm. is it can't be like if you lose a bunch, you don't 
progress. You don't progress. You know? You... Yes. I like games where even if you lose, you stay at the same level. Yeah. If you win, you advance. If you lose, you don't you don't fall back at all. I even think if you lose, like it should it should gain up to to government points or whatever the heck we're you know giving people <laughs> with this thing. I think if we make the experience of playing innately pleasurable. Yes. And then the experience of winning to be like a, a true rush. Real world gains. Yeah. And we can get people really into this. What if, uh, you know, you got like some sort of uh, like discount on your taxes, like somehow like an actual uh, monetary return? I don't know. Uh, like, I mean, how, how do you, how do you no, pay for I, something I, like that? I, I, I totally see what you're, I, I totally see what you mean. Also, here's another thing. Uh, the problem with advancement is, again, uh, playing Pokemon, uh, I have, uh, like, the uh, first few days, first, you know, month or so, I was like, bang, 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 bang. Then I played a little bit less. Um, not everybody played less. Some 14-year-old kids got nothing but time. Uh, and I, You know, I live right by the La Brea Tar Pits, which is apparently Ooh, one of the... Yeah. the densest areas for the finding of Charizards. Oh, I used to live there just a few years ago and I feel horrible now. And it, when I go through there, even though I, I haven't really played Pokemon Go for a while now, mm -hmm. um, there's still just a lot of people who are standing around, you know, catching Charizards. Well, the thing is, like, uh, less than half a block away on the corner of where I live, there's a gym. And it used to be, uh, at the very beginning, couldn't get it. You're like level five. You don't know how to, you know, work the gyms and you, you know, you lose. And then there was a period there where we were doing pretty good and we were playing and being in the gym and whatnot. And now, um, they're, you know, like level 30 people in there and the gym is completely full all of the time and I can't get in at all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's this, uh, there are going to be people who are much better and it's not fun to interact with them. Right. So. It, yeah. And that's. We don't want that to be the case. That's that's a good point. Because if you get to the point where there's people who are just on this tier that's like, well, why even play if this mm -hmm. tier exists? That's kind of difficult. Uh, there may be some way to scale the game uh, based on how, you know, like, a, a, like with chess, if you're very good, you'll have a very high rating. And if you play someone with a very low rating, you're, you're only going to go up. Very incrementally, whereas, you know, if someone who has very low rating beats someone with a high rating, they go maybe, much higher. Maybe what we can do is, like, combine a competitive element and a solo element in this whole thing. So like, you can stay at home and play solitaire and get better. You can still play your own, but you could go out and you're encouraged to go in the rest. So we could mm -hmm. make a, a, a spectacle out of it for the masses. Well, you know what I'm starting to feel like now is that this the competitive element of the game... Um, may not be much more difficult than war. Um, having having cards in your deck and sort of- And you, you know, just sort just of like, like you, you play them out. In an... Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not too, like if, because if you're like walking along and you meet somebody, you know, you may not have time to sit down and play a full game of chess, mm -hmm. but you may be able to like spend like 30 seconds, like bang, bang, bang. Cool. That was fun. Um, so like there may be a little bit of a luck element, but also, you know- there should be a skill element because pure luck is just boring. Yeah, because no, nobody likes just luck. Mm -hmm. I mean, for long, because mm -hmm. like, why, why even play it? The whole thing. I so, all right. So here, here's my thoughts, kind of about how this whole thing is going. I feel like to get people to play, this has to be like a a government, not mandated, but like a government uh, sanctioned, supported, supported. Yep game going on maybe this sort of thing where it's like if you put in a certain amount of work hours it's not like 
you're paid in this, but as like a, hey, you've done a great job and contributed to our new society. Mm-hmm. Here's 10 bucko bucks or whatever we call the game. Mm-hmm. We need to pull in. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what your background is, but I don't have enough real like game design experience on this sort of thing. So we'd have mm-hmm. to pull in, you know, some of the like the the TSR World of Warcraft uh I guess does TSR still exist? Uh no, they got bought out by Wizards. Okay, well Wizards and uh cuz I, I cuz I think uh having like the thing people want these days is for everything to feel sort of personal. Mm-hmm. You know? So we want there to be like a role playing element to it. Okay. While also having a very basic playable game. Yep. I will say this. Um, for a while there, uh, poker was huge. It was. A lot of that is because the core of the game, uh, there's, there's math, but the thing that I think uh, grabbed people's uh, um, attention uh, and their interest is I am looking at you. I am staring in your eyes. And I can tell that you're a person who would bluff in the instance. And I'm going to call you. Uh, it's it's like that basic interaction. It's like, um, it's it's basically uh, rock, paper, scissors, isn't it? Uh-huh. I know that you're going to throw scissors. So I'm going to throw a rock. And if, I, if I'm right, if I throw a rock and you throw scissors, I have defeated you but of course, on a personal I, level. I would never throw scissors because, I mean, rock is clearly the stronger of... Nothing beats rock. No. And as, it, as Bart would say. Which, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Bart Simpson method of good old rock. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is like, like the, the core mechanic doesn't need to be anything more than that, especially since it's a game that we'll be playing all the time with totally. a bunch of different people. Uh, just like meet and like, hey, what's up, man? Shake hands. And, uh, let's, you know, let's throw, uh, a rock, paper, scissors. Um, like I say, it should be, it should be more personal. Um, and it should have a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a skill element, but essentially, you know, uh, give me, give me some of those cards. Uh, you know, it might be a thing where cards uh, given people at home (laughs) hearts beats clubs, which beats diamonds, which beats spades. Okay. And the spades beat uh, hearts. Um, we'd figure out a way to, uh, um, like, uh, um, mix that up. Like, maybe well, you carried around a hand of three cards. Honestly? Okay, so this this is actually something I, I pitched to my company at one point, which is that we set up, we use the basic rules of a game like Trump. Mm-hmm. Or bridge. I mean, bridge is mm-hmm. a little complicated. I believe, uh, 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 in the interest of equal time, we have to say either Trump or Clinton. Yes, Trump or Clinton. Mm-hmm. You 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 set up the rules for the classic card game of Clinton. <laughs> um, uh, but no, for for you know a a Trump book taking type game, mm-hmm. and then you you reskin it so yeah. that instead of it being like, all right, my heart or my nine of hearts beats your, you, you know, it, it's not exactly as simple as that, but it, mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, the the highest card in this book is the five of, it wouldn't be the five, but it would be like the 10 of of hearts. Well, it, and everyone else had lower ones than that. But instead right. of that, I'm sorry, I just said that for a really long time. <laughs> but instead of that, it would be like, okay, my blood warrior, yep. like came out and did it. 
Pokemon was a big thing for mm-hmm. a real short time. Uh, Harry Potter was a real big thing. Uh, Twilight was a real big thing. Um, it's a, like what? What? What is if- there a thing that every American uh, or you know, like of the people we uh, know or just in this world or society is one hundred percent can can sort of get behind even a little bit like what sports if, football. But, I, but I'm saying like, what if, what if that, what if you can customize it to what you want? What if, mm-hmm. if everyone has their own deck mm-hmm. and maybe the same basic mechanics are together with like special things you can earn by playing a bit, but you can choose to buy and customize the like skin of what your deck is. So if okay. I was playing and I wanted to be playing this game, like Pokemon style and all my cards were like Pokemon and all your cards were your favorite football players or... Mm. Uh, well, it would still have to be uh, something that uh, worked for everything. So it would be the uh, the Seven of Hearts Pikachus. Uh, they look like the their Pikachu pictures, sure. but it's still the hearts that beat the clubs, that beat the diamonds, that beat the spades. Right. But uh, yeah, and I mean, I think people love vanity stuff like that too, mm-hmm. because that's something they're willing to put time and money into getting without feeling like, oh, the game is ruined. I mean, I, I will put seven of my faces it. on this card. Yeah. Uh, seven of uh, my like, faces with my little bunny thing. ears on it. I'm so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, well, I mean, I guess in the game, on your on your watch, you have a picture of you. So and when you meet somebody, you know, they see the picture of you in armor or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, bear furs. Hell, or, hell you know, with uh, the development football. of like augmented reality and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could easily, I, I bet you could. Set it up so you know you play your cards out and like little images come up from it. Oh yeah, this is the like uh, uh, the ch- uh, chess from uh, Star Wars. Exactly, with little holograms and what like that. Yeah, definitely that. Uh, but but the core of the game, like the actual mechanic of the game, is four suits that somehow beat each other. Figure out how these numbers factor in. Like like say you did have you carried around with you a hand of three cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do those interact? Like, is does a seven beat a six, or does um, uh, like how do you how do you choose those cards? I mean, I think it's I think it's got to be simple, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe what maybe everyone has a standard deck. So everyone has a standard deck of let's say like twenty cards, mm-hmm. but then everyone can have like five cards that they choose from other things that don't follow the standard rules that might have like special rules involved with them. And collecting and using those, even though they're none of them are really like rare, but like how you combine them would determine how the metagame develops mm-hmm. and everything. So anyone could jump in with a basic starter deck. And I, I kind of thinking too. So you know, in in Pokemon, I we keep coming back to Pokemon. Sure. I know. I mean, it's a thing that ha- that everybody understands on some level. Sure. I hope. Yeah. I, now they're thinking about it. My aunt had to ask me, like, what is Pokemon and, well, you know, what is the thing? I, I know Micah Gordon, who is one of the... Shadowy Cabal? The Shadowy Cabal mm-hmm. people. I don't know if we're supposed to out people here as Shadowy <laughs> Cabal members, but but they are. That's See, the thing about the Shadowy Cabal is... I know he hates Pokemon. Is, it's, just a, it's just a face in front of another face in front of another face. Yeah, They're exactly. all facades. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, so what I was going back to about Pokemon is in the Pokemon world... Everyone's given a Pokemon at age 10 and mm-hmm. then they just go out and like learn with it. Mm-hmm. And if we want this game to be like an integral part of society and like something that people learn to do and, and they use it as motivation to work and to, to you know, not be as, feel as overworked by their work, I feel like we should be giving people like their own decks. Like you you're earn suggesting it. that people have tribes, self-selected tribes 
that they start at 10. Uh, I am now part of Bear Tribe. I have bear cards because all my friends are bears. And I say bear like the bears, like the Chicago Bears. Totally. Like uh, I grew up loving the Seattle Seahawks. And and even now. It could be like sort of geographically based, like because I think that tends to work pretty well. Like if if you, you know, as you said, we like grew up liking the Seattle Seahawks, maybe wouldn't be the Seahawks, but like when you like move and go around your deck that you play with could be like a sign of your yeah except that like if you uh lived in seattle and never left seattle then, you would only be playing other seahawks bands sure uh i i like the idea of um uh at when you start playing the game you have a tribe and all of your cards are you know like uh, of this tribe presumably you would be able to change at some point you know like i'm i'm no longer the child i was at 10 and now i'm a grown man so right. i'm going to be in eagles well and that's tribe. the sort of thing that you can you can like work towards and and build with the whatever currency points we mm-hmm. we set as part of this see that's what i'm wondering if like like maybe the trick is that your hand your deck or whatever never becomes more powerful it's simply uh your ranking like the chess ranking Mm -hmm. goes up or down because all it is is you know again coming up locking eyes i know that you're going to throw a seven of hearts so i'm going to throw the uh the eight of spades or something like that so like the like it's always going to be the same 20 cards that you have to choose from um yeah i mean that would definitely be the simplest for game design purposes Mm -hmm. the only issue i see with that is that if we're trying to make this like a internet or a national pastime kind of mm-hmm. thing, then what if you just play and you're not very good at it? You know, it's like if there's some advancement of some sort mm-hmm. or at least some incentive, like the cards are all secretly covered in a light pattering <laughs> of drugs or <laughs> or something like that. That'll well, keep people playing, you know? Yeah, but so people people who suck at things, sometimes they just suck at things. I am that is terrible at athletic things, <laughs> and I don't do them. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just how it is. Uh, I could choose to go to the gym and work out every day, and you know, if I d- if if that's what I needed to do to achieve my goals or whatever, because like everybody's making fun of me because I got small arms, so I'm gonna go out and exercise until I become. Sh-. There are plenty of people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a game is is probably not going to be uh, every person's be all end all sure uh, it is a leisure game right so it's okay like if like everybody's going to understand the game uh everybody will have access to it some people are just not gonna be good some people like oh man i just don't have a tv you know it's just what yeah. i do that's a choice that i make and maybe you're a hipster asshole but that's a choice you make and that's fine well we could always promote the game through you know like propaganda and societal programming and sure stuff, yeah, you know, it's a shadowy cabal running. Thing. I mean, if fucking Rosie the Riveter is playing this game, why aren't you, dickhead? Yeah, exactly. Or it's like, what? Are, are you are you a racist? Are it's you like, a communist? Whoa, whoa, what does this have to do with race? It's like I don't know. You're the racist here. <laughs> <laughs> I he, uh, I will say that every time I feel like we as a society, as as a human civilization, haven't really advanced far enough, and always feel like we're just just inches away from uh, knocking ourselves back to the Stone Age. Right. I feel good that being called a racist is now a bad thing. It's, yeah. And people who are genuinely <laughs> racist, they feel they f- feel bad when people call them racist. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll make them be less racist. You hope. <laughs>
Yeah, um, you, you start hoping that people go, oh, people are going to call me racist for this. And you go, maybe you should consider that a reason not to do it. <laughs> maybe I should stop that. Uh, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there, people. But I, uh, what, I, what I'm what i saying through that is mm-hmm. like, we can certainly let societal pressures push the game forward. Sure. Uh, with uh, Again, I guess the whole goal is to make people happier with this. And that's, you know, yeah, I mean, I I, I think... This is about egalitarianism. Right. Everybody's going to get the same 20 cards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out like uh like just just the face cards of all these suits. Sure. Uh that's what uh 3 times 4 that's 12. So put the 10s in that'll be 16 and then the 8s. Let's, okay. Let's toss, like, oh my god, I'm making and... a fucking pinochle deck is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's oh, what you're doing. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Everything that I hate and despise, it turns out it's uh it's pinochle. It's pinochle all the way. It's always what, been what, what are these Idiot cabal people give us a whole deck of cards when all we needed was a pinochle deck, right? (laughs) Let's cut the rest of them up just because we can. (laughs) Burn them. (laughs) Um, So everybody has the same uh, deck of 20 cards and they would make their own hand. I guess maybe you have access to all 20 cards. Sure. Um, And maybe your your tribe... Grant you special bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're uh, if you're a Bears fan, you get uh, some, like a bonus to defense, and if you're or, or uh, like like a once per game thing that you can you can invoke. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can yeah. Do like the strength of the bear, and that mm-hmm. like lets you force yourself to win one hand, even if you had the lower card in there or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, and if there were, I uh, I like. That sort of mechanic of the, uh, I got a card, you got a card, let's flip them and see who wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that's like a little micro burst, yeah. uh, a little burst of micro joy, yeah. uh, which is the sort of thing that keeps you going. Um, uh, what, what, what are the things that you've written down there? Uh, you know, a lot of them are just like, I felt like I was supposed to be writing something down. Sure, sure. So I said, leisure time, ascension, dominion, which are just games I like, addiction. Mm-hmm. Lace mm-hmm. the card with drugs, <laughs> societally pushed Pokemon Go, and competitive. <laughs> okay. So okay. it was really just me writing stuff down as I, I was <laughs> trying to a log. make sure I, I didn't forget any major tracks, trains of thought <laughs> going on. Uh, is Yeah, is that, uh, is that uh, I think, I because, yeah, I, we had been, I had been talking about it with somebody about just the, the uh, recently about that thing where you like pick a team and identify with that team and yeah. you know that that like, works on like ingress or um Pokemon yeah. go and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah that's that but i mean even more basically than that um uh choosing your football team yeah, because in los it, it, angeles absolutely. in los angeles like we didn't have football teams for so long uh usually if you have a team you brought it in from your hometown right there's so many transplants in this town uh, and you keep it even though you're now in a new location. Right. Um, and then even deeper than that, you know, like, I'm an Italian because I'm from Italy and uh, that's yeah, who I am. That's yeah. how I identify myself. And, you know, there's so many I, so many identities um, uh, identifying yourself with a tribe of some sort is... People is, are tribal creatures, like, yeah. naturally. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can back that up with... with Wikipedia searches. <laughs> so you can trust me on that. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think there would be a lot of power in 
creating a tribal feeling from an early age, making it part of society. And I mean, it's already there. I mean, we already oh, yeah. have tribal things. So we just gotta we gotta leverage that. Sure. So maybe we could also like like if this is all like a centralized like system that's set forward, we could have television tournaments for this. So mm -hmm. everyone can play in their backyard with their friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know, people could become local celebrities. If you go up, if this is all like electronically managed and there's like databases and, and systems and stuff in place for everyone to play, mm -hmm. then you could become the best GovBall player in your, uh, that's a terrible fake name. GovBall? I'm <laughs> yeah. going to write it down right now and we'll all see right. where it goes. Um, GovBall. But if you are the best player in mm -hmm. your town, mm -hmm. you could go to the national tournament or you could go to the state tournament. Or something like that. And you could become kind of a celebrity. People would be interviewed. There'd be lifestyle things about it. Uh, the games where there are, uh, rec nas let's say, nationally recognized champions. Uh, chess is one. Mm -hmm. uh, poker is another. Are there other games that are like that? That are, that are non-athletically based, but maybe we can think of how athletes athletic competitions handle that thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't because know I'm why about, we have to take athletically based off the table. Well, because I'm like talking a, about normal people, because normal people could eventually be um, yeah. the, the grand champion of whatever. Whereas, you know, like, uh, normal people aren't going to become uh, NFL MVP. Sure, yeah. So, um, like, but uh, with poker, like, theoretically, anybody could do it. Mm -hmm. Um but there are elements of uh, of math. There are elements of memory. There are elements of uh, um, just uh, interpersonal uh, judgments. Yeah. Um, so all of those things factor in, but also that is an attainable goal for a normal person. So, um, are, are, um, and chess, you beat people and your numbers go up or down. Um, uh, if you're good enough, you will, you can go to tournaments and become better, become become recognized as a grandmaster. So, so, could you do this thing where there is just normal play, just like you play chess with your friend sitting at a at a table in a in a park, uh, and you get good enough, you can go to tournaments. I think I think you could. Um, but one thing you like when you talk about chess and stuff that makes me think is games like that where there you don't need to be like a perfect specimen of humanity or anything like mm -hmm. that can be a little boring to watch. And if we want this to be like a really addictive societal game, it's gotta mm -hmm. be pretty interesting. Yeah. So. Well, I, that's why, like I said, poker has some excitement. Mm -hmm. uh, the head-to-head -head aspect of it, uh, the betting aspect, betting. Yeah, I betting. think betting betting would be good, but that would probably be something that would have to be around it, you know? It, it, it's like poker has betting built directly into it, which adds some really good stakes to it. Why wouldn't you bet your you, the points? Oh, like that's the, a good point. The your rankings, bet your rankings. Mm -hmm. uh, that way, well, and if if the rankings could even be, I mean, yeah, they're they're probably a sign of prestige, but they could also maybe be used to buy vacation days. Or here's the thing, you don't. It doesn't even need to be financial because people. I mean, uh, um, status is a huge thing that is built into us as social creatures. Yeah, yeah, very, very true. Um, like I won't, I, I'm not going to go up and talk to a celebrity cause who am I? I'm just a piece of shit. Um, and, but I would love, you know, uh, I, I feel that pull to, right. to have that acknowledgement from everybody. So it, it, it's a huge thing. I don't even think, I, I think you can just eliminate the financial element of it completely. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think people like, I feel like if, if they start getting too much and they don't feel like they can get anything out of it, 
there will be a, a, a level of disillusion with the whole thing. But I agree with you that it doesn't really just need to be like a like a currency. Well, you there's, know it. I mean, you can build some randomness into it uh-huh. um, in the way that uh, a poker deck has randomness built into it. You're getting two cards. You don't know where it's coming from, and you have to play, you know, and sometimes you'll have good luck, and you can't be beaten, uh, and sometimes you have bad luck, and you cannot win. So, but you're always you always feel like, well, this next turn could be the one that does it for me. Well, and maybe maybe what what would it would really what would help it stay interesting too is if yeah, there's always like the twenty cards, but there's like a few rules that could either be like you can choose to play by a few different game rules, or there's like a grand designer who is like a government employee who is a a experienced game designer of some sort who will on a every three to six months, like, present, like, all right, the new mode of play for the next, like, sure. tournament time is this, and changes up something a little bit oh, so yeah. that the metagame has to shift and yeah. everybody's always like any of the Like any of the games, uh, Dominion, Ascension, Magic the Gathering, all that, yeah. they, they continually add new elements at every, every once in a while so mm-hmm. that you still, you're still used to keep interested. Right, and then things that really stick and really get people going uh, uh, could could stick around, could be really... What if uh, you meet somebody, mm-hmm. um, you decide to play a thing, and a card comes up? Right. Like, you know, a, a Eight of Hearts. And you have to, you know, play your opponent, something like uh, higher or lower or something like that. Like, if you, if you both uh, pick a card that's uh, lower than this, for example, you... Uh, lose, or uh, if you, you know, one of you gets higher and one of you gets lower, you know, you something along those lines. Sure. Uh, so you've at you've added uh, the sort of random element. Um, you're playing uh, against one another. Um, the the yeah, your your tribe will give you a, a special bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, there could be like societal tribe meetups I mean, yeah. we're calling them tribes i'm i'm sure they'd call them teams or squads <laughs> or well yeah cardios. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh b- b- monday night govball uh you're going to be in a bar rooting for uh the bears uh you know like the best bear player is going to be facing a golf against the best you know eagle player mm-hmm. and um all of the attendant things that come with uh, you know, a football game. Yeah. Um, you know, big stadiums full of people. And cheering. you know, what we could have too is like there could be at like bars or the equivalent of like libraries or communal meeting places that like like you were talking about the Star Wars like chess game where they had all the little figures mm-hmm. on it. Like if if I just met you in the street and we wanted to play, we could and we could just like flop our little cards down. But if we go yeah. to like one of these nice places. Maybe there would be like well set up tables that would have a full interlink with the cards, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. then you could see your people conflict with the other tribe, like actually presented up, and it would be like a big production that would draw people to watch this, and Ooh. that's like the sort of match people like bet on, and that things are really like determined by, you know. You could have specially made cards, right? It's still going to be the same uh, pinnacle deck, sure, but. This is going to, I'm, uh, you, you know, you, you spend $150 to have an artisan 
craft, you know, uh, cards on a special uh, cardstock vellum. Sure. And uh, hand painted or whatever. Because, you know, it's, it's still all... going to be Queen of Hearts. Yeah. But it's going to be a beautiful thing that looks like it's going to be your face in there. And But this you know, is signifying, like, I take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I am I am one of the top Seahawk card players. I'm going to pass these cards down to my kids. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's a heritage thing now. The man who um, kills me gets these cards. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go to those places, uh, you know, with the, the game tables, you're going to put the card down and uh, it's going to access um, the uh, the special avatar that you've created, that you've spent another $400 to have a digital artist create in three dimensions. And they do a special whirly gig move and, you know, stab with the And pike, maybe the- maybe the government can also provide some of these, like like you can, like they have a, a commissioned artist who will provide you an avatar when you reach a certain level. See, I don't like even think that you need to involve the government in it because- uh, Monday night. Well, because people the are NFL just do doesn't it on have the... a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Tesla is building, you know, uh, charging stations. Sure. Like there is a financial incentive for them to make it, you know, make a nice thing. Right. So you know, just let. So the... yeah, it's it's gonna show up around it. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I'm just I'm just on the the controlling everything cabal <laughs> side of things. You know, I, I like, I want to go dystopian with this stuff. <laughs> the, no, the scariest thing though, I mean, it's the reason why uh, Brave New World is scarier than 1984. Because it's like pretty damn true. Because people want it. Yeah. In 1984, you got to crack the whip and you got to, you know, like throw people in jail and, and re-educate them. In uh, Brave New World, it's like, fuck yeah, I want those pills. Yeah, give it to me, man. I love this thing that you're, you know, uh, this, this hole that you've put yeah. me in. Uh, so you make people want it, and, and I mean, it takes in, care of itself. It, it definitely is true in a sense. It's like, oh, I'm so upset about how how society's going right now. This sucks. I'm going to do something about it. But first, I heard this BuzzFeed article was pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> a little burst of micro joy in there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I that's what I think we're trying to bring to this society. We're trying to bring the the opium that makes everyone. <laughs> Happy and and not fighting. I, I the th- the thing is, as society gets more mechanized, like th- people do have to uh, fill their time, the twenty four hours in the day, with things. And if it's work, uh, there is a, a positive. Uh, a, the things are created in the world, mm-hmm. but if things are mechanized to the point where uh, people don't have to work, uh, or just a, work a very small amount. They still have to fill that time, yeah. um, and you know some some people are going to want. I mean, people will make art. They will make art so that people will grant them that acknowledgement that they create because their parents didn't give it to them in childhood yeah. or whatever. Uh, they can they can uh, do uh, any anything is going to be essentially for f- to better. I don't yeah. know where I'm going with this. Don't know. Don't know what happened. <laughs> hey, I, I got I got where you were going, and then it just, just kind of <laughs> petered off a little at the end. But I think that's fine. I think we're on the same page here. Yeah. So we have like, I think, five minutes left. Let's let's like sum up like what we've we've like come up with here. Okay. So I, I think at age 10, everyone is like issued their own deck of we call it a gov ball. We should definitely come up with a better name. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll call it that for now. Mm-hmm. The deck is like a standard pinochle style deck. And I, I would even say the exact mechanics of the game was something that we would, you know, pull in some like Here's the thing. high class designers to do. You don't issue it. At age 10, 
you get to go and pick your tribe. Yes. And maybe you're going to pick the tribe that your parents uh, have because, you know, you just want to be just like them when you grow up. Or maybe it's like, fuck you, dad. I'm a fucking 49ers fan now. We don't have weasels players in this house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's who I am. And everybody's going to get the same deck, essentially. Right. Um, and and obviously. Spend your bunch of money to get fancier, you know. Yeah, exactly. And and, and you'll be encouraged throughout school to, mm-hmm. like, play this game. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the mechanics will be taught. There will definitely be, be teams. It'll uh, be like a PE class kind of thing sometimes, too, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. school teams, like, your, you know, middle view high will go up against the uh, half-shore dragons or sure. half-shore. I don't know what the <laughs> No, that makes about. sense. Um, In this new society, there is going to be a place called Halfshore. Yeah, because the other half got blew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. In the apocalypse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a really dire view of how this <laughs> new society is going to start. Uh, well, I mean, Jesus, the debates, are, the first debate's going to be tonight. You, and, you're right. Uh, That's it. That's when it all happens. There's a reason why we're all thinking like Mad Max. Yeah. It's coming. So. You you get your card as mm-hmm. like a, a coming of age bar mitzvah kind of thing almost. Like sure, that's that's very definitive. Yeah. You have become a man or a woman, and or from a... then on, you can participate in these local tournaments. Like everyone is always participating in like the local ladders, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there would be government. Well, I would say government, but like societally funded like rec centers where this game could be played in mm-hmm. like its full glory where mm-hmm. it's augmented with your own skins for your thing, and you can see them fight on the table. Mm-hmm. Simple game, but you can also just play on the streets. Like, we, we'd have an app that just says, like, hey, there's someone who's looking to play, and they're a uh, little ways away from here. Yep. I think, and and then if if we have, like, a, a points that you get through playing, you get points even if you lose, but you get more points if you win. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's the chess uh, setup. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I, I think we may we may have uh, left part of this uh, idea behind, but I think um, like sort of the core mechanic um, is something you've you you have your twenty cards to choose from. Like maybe you you uh, a, a card a card pops up in the middle of the table, um, and that determines a a certain uh, gameplay set. Yeah, like you, like that sets the mode of play. And yeah. Then... Uh, in addition to the like every season, every three months. There's a new uh, format that you're right. playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you take the you choose five cards out of your twenty card deck, and now you're playing with this person. It's some variation of of uh, war as sort of set up uh, here, right? Um, and you are and you bet, you bet some of your uh, game points, mm-hmm. your uh, your ranking points, yeah, and. You know, because if you if you win, you're going to advance that much further. If you lose, and, and you know, um, some people are going to have uh, more points to spend, but that also means that they have more points to lose. And you know, if you take down uh, a much better player, you're going to advance highly in rank. And then the people who are at the very top will, you know, like be covered by the news. You could even have like local news, like cover people who are just like, hey, this person has, yeah, been at the top of their, uh, you know, the. Middle Brook Middle School or High School, I think I said it was, ladder Mm -hmm. for the past, like, three semesters, and we want to congratulate them. Mm -hmm. But then at the very top level, you know, this is where you watch it on TV, where you're making bets. You have celebrities. You have have merchandise. Yeah. Uh, uh, Your jerseys. 
your GovBall jerseys of your favorite uh, players because they're so fucking good. They do this one thing mm-hmm. where they, uh, um, you know, they they play their tens, you know. Like Every time someone kind of works out a new strategy and that's like, everyone's like, oh, you've mm-hmm. got to do the, you've got to do the 10-9 opening now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's a thing that happened in Magic the Gathering. The metagame changes because mm-hmm. someone uh, breaks the game. They find out that this card uh, does this combination, and now everybody has to uh, account for that because yeah. they know that everybody's going to have this combination of the deck. They have to, uh, to fix their deck to to beat that when it comes yeah. along. Uh, at the same, uh, in the same way, like uh, uh, with chess, uh, there there are basically chess is a game of memory. Uh, you have to memorize all of the openings. Uh, you, you're only going to be good when you've memorized all the openings so you know when they do this that, you know, you have eight different counters, uh, you know. So so that is always changing. Yeah. And then, you know, just through pushing the popularity of the game, uh, you know, through propaganda and society and status and, and pushing all that thing, like this just becomes something everybody plays. You don't need to push it, man. I don't you know. Just make it, you just make it cool. B- b- football again football is fucking cool and the government doesn't have to do shit yeah you just gotta you gotta figure out how to i i mean yeah i think i think if we can do it without without pushing it you sure. have reality shows it's but it's not like, it's but not is magic cool and i would say as much as i love it it's not traditionally cool no it's not but if there were reality shows where people played this they they were in you know houses and stuff like People want to be on reality shows because they want the notoriety, they want sure. the fame, and it's a thing that so we let a normal status. person can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody can get good at this game. Yeah. Uh, and and we give multiple avenues for them to receive that. Yeah, and there's there's endorsements and oh, yeah. uh, uh, status and recognition at the top of this ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And I think just for good measure... All the cards should be drugged somehow. Absolutely. Coated in <laughs> opium. That's yep. The, we nailed this. Cards we are covered in opium. This. All right. That's our game. <laughs> <laughs> Go Gov Ball. Yeah. Go Bears. <laughs>